Hey, BWT fans. Been a minute. We've been hanging on to this, the last episode with Craig, for some time. I decided to hold it, not only because Craig was asking me repeatedly on Twitter when I was going to put it out, but also because I wanted to wait until we had the new form of Beers with Talos down, and we were ready to keep putting out episodes. So, great news, we figured it out, but you're going to have to wait until the next episode. Today I present to you a slightly aged, but bittersweet moment for us all. Without a whole hell of a lot of further ado, let's get into Craig's last EP, and we'll see you next time on an all-new Beers with Talos. This is Beers with Talos. Threats, beers, and also bliss. Welcome, or welcome back. This is Beers with Talos, episode 111. Today is September 3rd, 2021, and we have uh, a bit of a non-standard episode today. Sadly, uh, for us, for the podcast, for us as friends, today's Craig's last episode. We're going to talk about that at the top and let Craig have a minute to say goodbye because he hates us now and we're Correct. not good enough for him or some <laughs> shit like that. I don't know what his reasoning is, but he'll explain well, it all to us. Part is, the good part is, is that now that he's leaving, we hate him too. So, <laughs> <laughs> But first, we want to talk, actually no, and then we're going to talk about Honey Gain. Uh, we had a, a post come out this week where we're going to do the emotional part first, and then we're going to try to do some dry technical bullshit. Yeah, we're going to go. Oh, I don't want to talk about low, anything technical about Honey Gain. I just want to talk about the subreddit. Like that's I'm only here for the subreddit. You guys can talk about all the technical factors you want to. That subreddit we're crack- science theatering the rest of uh, internet security. Just <laughs> it's all downhill from here. Well, uh, so actually, Craig, real quick, up at the top, why don't you explain why today is your last episode, and then we'll talk about Honey Gain, and then we are going to get back to Craig and all talk about our favorite embarrassing Craig stories. Mm. Joel, let's start with you, because since we can't start with Craig in the top, right? Let's go with Joel today. What's on your mind, buddy? About Craig or just opening shot? Just in general, just opening, opening, oh, opening thoughts. Uh, I mean, it's been a mixed week for me. <laughs> Thanks, Craig. Um, it's been a mixed week for me. You know, things are are, are good and bad, and uh, we're 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 trudging down the road. But um, you know, I'm excited that school's starting back up because these kids need to get the hell out of my house. Um, and so it's just been a week of like meet the teacher and tour the new new schools and stuff. My my daughter starts high school this year and she's going to a brand new school that's only ever had like this is the sophomore year of the school there's only been one class in the school uh and that was last year during covid so it was kind of like half used uh it's a performing arts school which weird um and it's just it, the school is amazing i don't know how many millions of dollars they spent on just the theater but it's an amazing school um, and the theater itself like rivals anything I've seen on Broadway. It's fairly amazing. The stage moves, 
the walls move everything like it's just amazing um if you've ever if you're in a theater in any way shape or form basically um, somebody on that planning team really knew how to use the budget process <laughs> <laughs> well i will uh i kind of want to i want to tag on that because my son actually started uh we started school a few weeks ago down here and my son also started high school uh this year and it's interesting because he's in a school that was built in like the early, early 20s, late teens. But the the school he goes to is um, it's part uh, IB program. I don't know if you guys have IB programs where you guys like international baccalaureate kids will graduate high school basically with an associate's degree. Like they finish high school by nice. their sophomore year and then their last two years are right. basically like pre-college. Uh so that part of the building, it's like they have the IB students and then they have traditional students like on the same campus. The IB building is like gajillion dollar, like it has been made over smart boards everywhere, uh, you know, lots of technology baked in. And you you leave that building, go over to the, the other buildings, like the main school, and it's like a marked difference. They also do have a really cool theater there, but that's because it's like 100 years old. Like they right. just don't make auditoriums like acoustically like they used to and it's kind of neat to go into there and see that i know we got a long weekend coming up i'm looking forward to that matt what's on your mind how are you doing today i've been playing snow runner oh yeah wait wait is that the one with the yeti no no yetis (laughs) what's snow runner you drive a truck oh yeah that's it. That is like the entirety <laughs> of the game. Is that, is that like Ice Road Truckers, but we couldn't use that name? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It is a sequel to Mud Runner. And, uh, cause Dirt Road Truckers was a thing. I don't know. So we were, we were, uh, we were looking for our next, uh, game that we can all play together, me and, and, and Chris and my brother. And, uh, yeah, I saw SnowRunner. I'm like, oh, we'll do this. And it literally is just like, it puts you in, I think you start in, I want to say Michigan someplace. And uh, it's muddy and wet. I guess it flooded or something. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that needs fixed. So you need to haul this stuff from here to there and from here to there. That's it. There's uh, like, sometimes you get new <laughs> trucks. You can put bigger engines in it. You can make them high. You can put big wheels on them. But that's all it is. You drive trucks. And that, have you that has seen, been I'm okay the entirety with this of our gaming seen, time. Uh, speaking of truck driving, have you seen Truck Driving Simulator and the guys oh, yeah. that play yeah. this on Twitch? Yeah, and they've, like, and they've got like the wheel and yeah. the pedals. Yeah. And the shifter and the whole thing. And it's yeah, a Euro I mean, they have like, they, truck. like the same setup yeah. that a race car enthusiast has. It's just yeah. their, their big rig, like, it's crazy. I've seen those. Like as if they've got the Gatorade bottle they pee into. It's all the <laughs> same. Exactly. They have the whole yep. thing. It's, exactly. it's right there. Uh, yep, this all checks out. You have to stop at truck stops to... Never mind. Refuel <laughs> to refuel. Craig, that leaves you. And I know you have some news to share today. Because as I mentioned, today is your last podcast here with us on uh, BWT. Yeah, uh, I think it's after 16 and a half years, I'm resigning from Cisco. Um, it's a pretty crazy experience when you think about it. I still remember like being a fresh college grad and interviewing at Cisco and you know, starting out as an hourly contractor and then switching teams every three or four years and ending up here. You know, I, I was I was doing the math the other day, and I think that works out to being promoted like every two and a half years. 
Um, <laughs> and it's it's really funny when people ask me like, oh, how do you, long do you stay at Cisco for so long? And the weird part about it is I think literally the longest I ever stayed on any single team was Talos, right? Every other team I lasted about three or four years before moving BUs and just doing something completely different. I think that's really probably one of the more interesting things about working at a company as large as Cisco is there's so many different ways to go with your career that it's really easy to do that and try things out. And if you don't like it, you can switch BUs again. Um, so yeah, it's been a wild ride. I never thought years ago, screwing around with the computer in my living room, you know, gutting a Packard Bell DX266 to shove in a Sound Blaster card would end up working with government agencies to fight the bad guys, <laughs> you know, taking apart the latest nation state malware, getting on CNBC and talking about whatever malware of the week there was. Um, it's been incredible. And I've really enjoyed my time here and I've really enjoyed working with all you guys and every single person in Talos. So, you know, it's, it's one of those things I, I'm looking forward to my next adventure, but it's definitely going to be different. And I had a lot of fun while I was in Talos. So I'm going to miss everybody. Well, I mean, I got to say, we'll, we'll definitely miss you as well. I mean, it just won't be the same when we get together and there's nobody to throw a potato at your dick or, <laughs> you know, any of the other shenanigans we got into. Uh, it's, it's, it's been fun. And you're, you're kind of the person who brought me into Talos, so I guess it kind of means like a little bit, maybe something a little bit different for me, but I don't know. I, I really enjoyed when you and Matt kidnapped me and brought me into Talos. I thought that was a fun, you know, first experience to have here. So I've I mean, and that was that. only at like 6 p.m., right? Like it went. <laughs> yeah, we hadn't even been drinking by that point. Uh, so what were you doing behind that dumpster? <laughs> Nobody ever needs to know. You have to play SnowRunner to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the last boss. You got to do what you got to (laughs) do. So, uh, Craig, uh, we just—I want to—I do honestly—I want to say seriously, like we we wish you the best in 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 what comes next for you. And it's been amazing to have you here as a as a friend, as a co-host. In my case, uh, for a period of time as my manager, uh, and just as a fantastic colleague and coworker. I mean, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, when we took over the uh, when we took over the uh, Cisco Twitter handle, one of the questions that we got in on Twitter was from Hazel, uh, and and she was like, you know, what's your favorite part of recording beers with Talos together? And I was like, the together part, right? And, mm-hmm. and just uh, the 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 you know we had uh, we had lost. Nigel and that certainly changed changed some things and with the loss of Craig for sure we're gonna have to go back to the drawing board and kind of figure out you know what we want to do going forward because yeah. you know, it's not it's not gonna be it, it's, it's not gonna be what it was for sure without you so uh, certainly wish you the best but we will viciously miss you for sure in the words of Nigel <laughs> give you the two finger salute is what he would yeah, say the, uh, the, the premium YouTube <laughs> subscribers uh, got that one that's right but uh, Matt is right and you know uh, we will we will take a little bit of time after this to try and refactor beers with Taos figure out what it is between the three of us that remain here and 
whatever else we add or what different new direction we go, you can always, of course, uh, you know, let us know what you think and, and send us a tweet. Give us your ideas. I mean, we're not going to do any of them, but you can always send them <laughs> in and let us know what you think. And we'll, we'll at least pretend that we read them. You could also send like just the most vicious, hateful, vitriol filled tweets to Craig anytime <laughs> you want. Anytime you want. I think that it's is what true. security underscore Craig is that? Is that yeah. the is security yeah. underscore yeah. Craig? If you wanted to find him on Twitter, bury him in nonsense. Yeah, I think is what yeah. That's that's no longer uh, you know my worry or concern. So you know, although I do think I can still launch ads from his account. Now that I think about. it. Yeah, that's a good one. That's Hold a on. Good one. <laughs> well, I think it's even more than that, right? Like, if we really want to make sure that the listeners can reach out to Craig um, and make sure that the, that the listeners can really, really get in touch with Craig, uh, just pick up your phone and dial 512 and just send him a quick text. I mean, it. maybe Mitch will beep that. He'll appreciate it. Where <laughs> <laughs> he just <laughs> you. Here's the best part. He has no say to whether he's you or not. That's the best part. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> In all seriousness, that is uh, Matt's right again. Like that's it's being together has been been absolutely fantastic and been. I don't know, fun part of all of our Fridays for a long time. And we will keep BWT going. It's just going to be different. Yeah. And we'll figure out what that looks like, and we'll be back soon to do that. But today, there's one other thing we I We have talk one about. of the most ridiculous <laughs> technical stories. <laughs> <laughs> like, the first time I heard about this offer? offer? Service? Offer. offer. <laughs> Mm. I don't, yeah, this, uh, yeah, uh, side hustle, side hustle, side hustle, (laughs) (laughs) where you meet some, was it Croatians? I don't remember. Belarus. Belarusians at the crossroads at midnight and you hand them your cable modem and they're like, thanks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Here's a 10th of a penny. Here's, yeah, here's 10 cents. Yeah. No, not even that. It's fractional pennies until you get. A lot of them. Holy oh, shit. I know. I've read the subreddit where yeah. they're really yeah, yeah, excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So before we talk $20. about the subreddit, why don't no, we... No, you don't get to talk about the subreddit, Mitch. What? Everyone else gets to talk about the subreddit. You can't. <laughs> no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! That's all, all right, I came right. here let's, for. Let's, let's cover the intro to this so people can catch up. All right. Up. So, I, I can't remember how Edmund and I stumbled See, across there's this. there's where Craig... <laughs> yeah, he either messaged it to me or I stumbled across it and messaged it to him in like shocked disbelief that this was a thing that was happening. Um, there's apparently like a piece of software that is designed to share your bandwidth. And it does this by effectively licensing out your network bandwidth to some unknown third party and you will receive some very small amount of income based upon the data usage. Now, uh, reading this, it sounds absurd, right? Like it's, it's basically like a backdoor only instead of a payload, it's kind of like pay to play for 10 minutes, you know, <laughs> like, like an arcade game. Um, you know, the simplest way I could think of explaining it was it's like Airbnb backdoor style for your computer. You know, somebody pays for a night, 
they get your computer network for a day and whatever they do, no one knows or cares. Um, it sounds insane. In fact, I'm, I'm reasonably certain it's against the terms of service of just about any normal network. Like I know it's against the terms of service for like AT&T or Google Fiber or anybody. Uh, or any because, network that gives a <laughs> shit about what's going on. <laughs> like, no, but they specifically say you can't host a service like this. Um, but, and but also, there's got to be networks out there that just it never crossed their mind to put this in the terms of service. Because who would do this? Well, call my, on me. I know the answer. No one. <laughs> nope, my, that's not true. <laughs> my favorite part about this is when uh, we were looking over this, and maybe I stumbled across it off Reddit. I can't remember how I found it, but I'm looking over the Reddit, and like, you know, on Reddit, you have like, sort by hot is the default. And so all of the hot posts are like, I'm banned from this, 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 this. Do you think it's related? <laughs> yeah. And there's Strange. always the one guy in there. Oh, you can't prove it. You can't prove this. <laughs> well, that guy the works for the it's company. It's like, oh, yeah, so. I'm going to do e I don't know whether it is or not. You never know. Nah, what kind of it's just Reddit guy. He's everywhere. You don't have to have, you don't have to pay somebody to do that on Reddit. Like Reddit guy named best part of Reddit. Honeygain official account. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he happens to be the moderator of the subreddit. He is. Well, every, he is. Everybody who I believe everybody who is a mod there is actually an employee of Honeygain. But wow. If you go it. to the r slash Honeygain subreddit and find that out, you will find. Uh, there's at least 300 thread like people there are like, hey, is this a scam? And like <laughs> at some point, there's, I sent this. I sent this to a couple of my buddies that are they're in tech, they're not in security. Uh, and and one of my buddies, Sarah, like came out. He's like, how many how many people have to ask if something is a scam before? You just stop asking and you figure <laughs> right, it out by looking at the thing. Let's <laughs> frame it. Let's let's frame it. So I went. I after the blog post came out. Um, and I don't know, maybe at some point we can talk about the blog post said, but at, <laughs> you know, um, I went over to the, I went over to the subreddit and there's, there's a lot of people very excited about this service is the first thing to say, um, who, who are, you know, I, I think it's part of this, there seems to be like a passive income, um, community that looks for all different ways to just have kind of, you know, it, maybe it's only 20 bucks for you, but if you manage to find a whole bunch of different ways to put 20 bucks together, eventually you get something more than 20 bucks. So there's a lot of people who are excited about this. A lot of people asking questions about how payouts work and stuff like that. So there's, there's engaged users there. Um, but definitely like the first, the first entry I saw when I went there was I've been banned from Wikipedia. <laughs> was this honey game, you know, and then I kind of read the, read the, the comments and like a lot of them are like, oh, this always happens, or you know, you can see other examples and a whole bunch of links to various other um, Reddit threads. I don't know what they're called, uh, and and examples of of different stuff like um, uh, Disney Plus and Netflix and other places kind of banning them. Uh, there seems to be an offering from Honeygain that involve that's called uh, content sharing. Um, which is something that can be enabled or disabled, and that seems to cause more issues than not. Um, but yeah, the 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 core. I mean, just you know. So obviously, as a security professional, look, look we've run an open proxy as a security research project um, some years ago. And let me tell you what: <laughs> yeah. the hosting provider where we did that was not happy um, when we did it. So it didn't last long. Um, so, but that but that is essentially what is like it's that kind of problem that's being created here 
you are you are allowing your network to be used by unidentified people for unidentified purposes um uh and and you have no control over it and and as part of the terms of your agreement with honey gain is they explicitly tell you we're not going to tell you who's using your network bandwidth <laughs> um uh which is uh, why? madness why would you do- it is yeah they do madness. have but they do have language about how selective they are and how carefully they vet all the people mm-hmm. who get you banned. They they say they have like a background <laughs> vetting, but they also say they ban thousands of people <laughs> per month. Per I month, think it yeah. was. thousands of users monthly. Was it per or, day? Was it monthly? I thought. I don't, it was. I don't know. Either either number is ridiculous. Wait, 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 if you if you if you're <laughs> trying to official. claim that your background selection process somehow has impact into it, like I'm not saying it. First off. To be real clear, I, in no way, shape, or form am I am I like implying that Honeygain has any nefarious purpose here. Like, I just think they're they're building essentially a VPN network out of all of your stuff. the The madness is that they came up with this idea and found enough people to say, "Yeah, sure." For <laughs> for almost no monetary value, I will put myself in a position where my ability to access the internet is in jeopardy. Uh, so you can charge whatever you charge for your VPN service. Um, it's, it's amazing that, that people do that. And the part that blew me away was, I think it was on their marketing material. They're like, install it on your phone and a friend's, right? (laughs) Which which is really the problem here, right? Like if people want to sacrifice their own privacy and security, (laughs) like that, (laughs) like that's, that's stupid, but like, okay. But when they start putting it on people's computers who may not understand or even know about it, that's a huge problem. The uh, like there it's were examples of because you can run it on your phone as well apparently, um, and so someone was like, "I may lose my job because you know." And all these stories are unverified, so it's on the internet. So take this, take all of these reports for you know as you know anything else you would take from the internet. But I might lose my job because I had my phone and connected to my employer's network, and then I was sharing stuff through it, and then. You know, there was a, a an attack through my phone, and now I don't know what's going to happen. Like, like it's just these sorts, like, which to, to the four of us or to any other security professional, as soon as you describe the service, you're like, yeah, that's that's exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. But but to to people who don't have our background, you're just like, hey, you're not using your 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 bandwidth, right? It's just sitting there. Let me use it a little bit, and I'll give you some cash on the side. And you're like, oh, okay. You know, it's just... <laughs> This is akin the, the the risk presented by something like Honeygain and and not letting the users um, maybe less savvy users who aren't fully aware of the risks that something like this could present to them. Um, it kind of feels like services like this, that's what Craig's team called proxyware, really takes advantage of that lack of understanding. Well, I mean, I don't want to. I don't. I mean, I don't want to. I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, I'm not implying and very carefully not implying that that you know this company is a scam or that they're engaging in a scam yeah you know, it's just it's just that the the service that they have set up um you sort of put your trust in that company to vet who they then allow to use that service and if that company is struggling in that vetting process the only person who's going to suffer is you it's not going to be honey gain right so and to be fair like devil's advocate if people didn't use this service for abuse, there's nothing inherently malicious about having an open proxy. The problem is, from what we've all seen with the internet, 
is that anytime there's anything close to an open proxy, its number one use seems to be abuse. Just in general, open proxies attract that sort of behavior. So I, I think that's really the challenge, right? Like the idea of reselling internet service isn't necessarily inherently bad. It's just, it's got such a high propensity towards abuse, it ends up being bad. Well, think about, think about, is it, is it, is it sidewalk? Is that the thing yeah. that, um, um, Amazon's from, thing? Yeah. yeah the, and so the like, that's a, yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a trustworthy company, right? And, and what they said is we're going to enable your device to share its bandwidth with your neighbor's bandwidth. So if you, if you're out of range and they kind of set down some things that these are the things that it can do. And like the tech media lost its mind on that. Like, like they're just about billboards, like telling you how to shut off sidewalk for, for, for this thing. And that is far less problematic in my mind from like a, what are the level of risks and how much trust do I need to have and what's happening to like having a, a, like a proxy where, where it's a company that I don't know so much about and, and Mm -hmm. they're vetting people that they're specifically not going to tell me about what's going on. Um, Like, like I think those are similar Similar sort of of problems, but dramatically different levels of trust, and still problematic. Well, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Sidewalk and other similar services, they create a VLAN or otherwise segment a network in some way that's ostensibly safer. You know, it keeps traffic from being mixed. Uh, yeah. Whereas this doesn't, like, and that's a big, big reason that this is a lot more problematic. Right? This gets passed through that router as this location or this IP's traffic, you know, belonging to this network locally. The the concept that Sidewalk is going for <laughs> is great, right? Like how awesome would it be yeah, it's like a public to have mesh a network. mesh Sounds network cool. wherever yeah. you went, right? Like that would be great. Uh, comma, you know, but, they're using everybody else's network to do it as opposed to a network, like a municipal network, right? Like there's some cities in the United States that have a municipal network where they have Wi-Fi access points hanging off of every light pole, right? And that's cool because it's running through a municipality and it's coming through as one network as opposed to everyone's network that is a mesh network that you did not, whether you know it or not, like, cause I guarantee there's a vast majority of Amazon devices with the sidewalk thing that people didn't turn this off on, but I think we're deviating from the point, but it's, you know, it's, it, I just it's say, I mean, I'm just saying the, the level of concern that are, that that's expressed is, is, is weird to me. Like, you know, right. you know I, I trust, you know, I trust Amazon more than I trust Honeygain. Like I, I, I know the Certainly. company and stuff, right. It's, you know, um, so that it's just weird that this kind of kind of gone under the radar so so much until Craig's team dove into it, even though just on the face of it, any anybody with with six months at a sock will immediately know that it's just a nightmare scenario waiting to happen right. for the for the for the the end user, I guess, of that product. So 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 we've talked about like the service offering as we understand it, um, and and kind of how how we see it from a from a security lens with a very specific viewpoint, um, and and we're we're buried in in kind of you know our history with fighting open proxies and worrying about trying to track actors and having weird weird network behaviors kind of terminate into residential networks is 
is not new. Um, uh, it's certainly something that we've seen. Craig, can you maybe talk about specifically what the research your team did in Honeygain was? Yeah, so the real problem with this isn't necessarily the application itself, right? Like anytime you have an application, and I think this is really the part that makes it the sketchy part, is that they don't tell you who's proxying through your network, right? You're just trusting some third party to let people into your network. And they're fully telling you that they're just allowing someone to do it for money. Um, right. And, and they're known for abuse. Right. So that's that's sketchy part A. Sketchy part B is the fact that they compensate for this with money and cryptocurrency. Right. And so the problem that we have is that we have uh, a network that's letting people tunnel through other people's network. They admit they won't tell you who they are. Uh, and they're allowing you to do it for payment. And so when you look at it from a bad guy perspective, effectively, you know, you can install this on a bunch of different computers. And instead of using something we might be familiar with, like CPU cycles, it's using bandwidth uh, for third party mystery network traffic. And it's, you know, getting fractional pennies, right? Um, and so what we basically saw was this being weaponized incredibly similar to crypto miners, uh, you know, being deployed in Trojans and being deployed as malware payloads. Uh, and that's kind of the other problem with this is the way that the payment is associated with an account is done through an API key. So even if you have the installer, you don't necessarily have the password or the account um, in order to figure out where it came from, you know, and, and you can just spray and pay the payloads. Um, so there's not really a lot in place that effectively prevents abuse. And that's really what the core of this is, right? You have something that is easy to monetize. It's utilizing network bandwidth. Um, so regardless of what it's being used for, it's going to be abused, right? Even if it was used for like benevolent purposes, the fact that the way this works can be monetized through running an application on a network means that it's going to be used as a payload, period, right? If all it did was just do legitimate stuff, it would still be monetized as a payload because it generates income based right, on the so network. You're, you're, you're kind of making this equivalent to like a crypto miner where people would distribute, there's a potential that people could distribute this with their API key and then they would be compensated for all of the uh, bandwidth that goes through all the different traffic points um, that they've managed to install it on. Yeah, I mean that's that's the samples we wrote up this round. So And then part of part of the like if I understand currently from what I saw on Reddit, I don't know if you know this or not, um, their compensation is either through PayPal or Bitcoin, right? Uh, I believe they'll mail you a check through a third party processor when you reach twenty dollars. But they also take Bitcoin? Uh, yeah. Or or they also or they also pay out in Bitcoin? Yeah, that was my understanding. Okay. Uh, and that that's part of a whole nother third, fourth level of sketchy. Apparently the payouts are done when you reach twenty dollars. And so as people approach the $20 value to where they can cash out, for whatever reason, air quotes, uh, the utilization drops off right before they hit that mark. And there's so many mm. posts in the subreddit about that weird little bottleneck where they can't quite get enough traffic to generate that payment. It's almost like they didn't intend to or something is what you're saying. <laughs> it, it's strange. So there's, it, just, it, there's so many people complaining about it. Is it a fair characterization that this is effectively... Like a bot, a, a botnet with user consent, however misinformed yeah, that consent like may be. It's almost like a Tor exit node, right? 
Maybe. Yeah, but you're forgetting the fact that a lot of them are being deployed as a malware payload, right? Yeah. So, so have, you, have we seen that? Have we seen it deployed as a malware payload? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that was what the uh, the primary thing at the start of the write-up was. You know, initially we were going at this from a couple of different directions, but that was the one that really kind of made us decide to call it for the first part of the project. Is that people were deploying this as a miner or deploying this uh, as a payload and using it as a miner or whatever on other systems. I love that it's free real estate GIF that was in yeah. there. <laughs> and, and some of them were even like Trojanized, right? So they were like, yeah, I'm the Honeygain installer. Go ahead and install me. Um, hmm. and, it, and it did with other stuff. Um, which is really interesting because then we and, did and see which that. is no fault of honey gains, right? That's what all, I was saying. Right? Uh, yeah. So what I was saying was that was what was really interesting is they did actually comment on that in their subreddit and said, "Make sure you download the official installers." The report from Talos indicates bad guys are taking advantage. Um, so I, I don't, yeah, you know, I, I, it's interesting they are trying. I think it's just the type of business that they're operating is one that attracts abuse, which is unfortunate. I, the, the irony of that security reminder, like, was not at all <laughs> lost on me. Is I get like that reading that, I'm just like, really? That's that's what we have to worry about, huh? Is that you kick out a, a thousand users, get banned every month? I can tell you, we did try to submit the story to the subreddit so that people would be aware of the abuse, and uh, the moderators did, in fact, reject it. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it's strange. But that was I, I thought that was a, a great one. <laughs> A great, if frustrating, story to kind of like wrap up on today, just because that was, I mean, it was, uh, what the f are we going to do if people keep doing this shit? Like, I mean, we, t- <laughs> I mean, part of it, part of it is like you're sitting there as a defendant, and you're like, I spend all my time trying to make sure that people don't, Dude, don't this do doesn't this. happen to people. <laughs> and then you're all like, Sure. <laughs> 20 bucks. Yeah, 20 bucks. Give me 15 yeah. bucks. Because, I mean, uh, if you look back, like, on, on some of our larger, uh, uh, like, like VPN filter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, any of these huge, any of the, like, there are, like, currently, I don't know which of these examples to pick. I'm, I'm flailing. If there is a network device that's publicly available, mm-hmm. um, uh, and it is, and it is small, unlikely to be patched, uh, old, Unupdated, it is almost certainly going to be targeted by a nation state to to try to to be able to route traffic through it to then have you coming from a place that's unexpected. Mm-hmm. Right? It, it is. It, it looks like to me like there is just a constant fight between nations on who can control the most small routers, network um, attached storage devices, anything with a public IP that's in places that are difficult to block um or difficult to like get accountability into you know then that that stuff is is gold and then we have essentially a piece of software that that builds a a network uh, you know a a a network facing attachment so that you can do exactly these things and you know the only reason you want it like the only reason that comes to mind to a security person and i know an ops person can kind of come up with some different sets of studies um is is malicious stuff um obviously it's useful to look at your website from different parts of the world and kind of do stuff like that but there's other ways to go about doing that besides you know kind of routing through 
randos networks in in different parts of the world. Uh, plus, if you're in operations, you kind of want to have a better understanding of what the state of your network is that you're going through on your testing, so that you can account for that when you're when you're doing your evaluations. So it's just it just it's it's so scary for a security person to look at this service and be like, okay, this is normal. Check. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah, I. You know what? This Maybe burger fine. flipping. What was that? Truck masters or something? You know, it's, it's <laughs> good pull. It's probably like a what a doctor thinks when he sees when he sees someone smoking, and you're like, really, really? <laughs> it's like, it's, come on. I, I wouldn't give somebody control of my dining room table except for when I want to use it, right? Like, they're just like, that I can't even see it or know what's going on on my dining room table <laughs> until I want to use it. And then just like... Why is it creaking like that? The what's cover lifts and then I just it. sit down with my kids and eat at it? No, like, that, I wouldn't do that. Like, that would be, that would be a terrible idea. Why would... Okay, there's also, I mean, I'm, uh, yeah, it's a bad idea. Don't, don't use honey game. It's a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. That's, you know, yeah. They if, are. if you're, Thanks. if you're you in any way up, security conscious, nice. you probably yeah. have some concerns about it. Absolutely. You wrapped it up nice there. Yep. Absolutely. On the other uh, hand, if you want to make a thousandth of a penny and have a school network of computers just idling. <laughs> right up until you get to $19. <laughs> Allegedly. Well, I do want to go around the table and get parting shots and closing thoughts before we wrap it up today. Uh, Craig, since today is your last day with us here on BWT. Um, yeah, so just to wrap it up, uh, I have two wrap-ups. So the first one, don't run software that generates passive income at a sacrifice to you or your network security. It's absolutely not worth it. Uh, the headaches you may endure trying to get unblocked from things are going to grossly exceed the 10 cents you might make. They're going to um, give me 0. 0.000004 Bitcoin, though. Yeah, I mean, you're literally probably violating the terms of service for whatever network you're on, and they may terminate your account. Who knows what they could do? It just depends on the luck of the draw of the traffic that you're getting proxied through you. It could be somebody doing legitimate testing, I guess, in theory, uh, but it's much more likely probably to be somebody doing something not great. Um, it's also one of the things that I noticed, I mean, like, I know we were supposed to... It also, <laughs> from a network, from a from a defender's perspective, it's difficult to tell the difference, right? Because that that if if you see network load testing, which is you know okay, a legitimate thing that you might want to do, but it's coming from Comcast, then that's not network load testing. That's a DDoS activity, right? You know, it's, so it it doesn't even even things that are probably okay from an outsider will look bad and will look and that's why like some of these ips are being blocked not because they did anything bad like maybe the wikipedia one maybe nothing happened to wikipedia but wikipedia watches open proxies um or tor exit nodes or right. similar behaving things and just blocks them all mm -hmm. um i don't know what, what they do but that, that's the same kind of thing sorry craig i don't know why that no no worries that's, that's a good point yeah i mean you know, if it walks like a duck, it's going to get blocked like a duck. <laughs> wow. Finishing strong, Craig. I um, love it. <laughs> so with that, let's go around the table and get a parting shot and closing thought. Craig, you're up oh first. What's on your God. mind? <laughs> um, yeah, so I just wanted to thank everybody for letting me be part of Talos. You know, it's it's been a wild seven years, I think it is now. Um, we've had a lot of fun. I mean, we've done so much sketchy stuff. Wow. So many stories, potato fights way up there, you know, meeting the Game of Thrones dudes in a bar is way up there. And oddly, that was the same trip. No, no, potato no, fight wasn't. was in Amsterdam. Those are different countries, my guy. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's all kind of blurry. And then you know there was like Singapore and I don't yeah. know the t- tropical island one, and then there was the Bahamas stacked in the middle. Uh, yeah, crazy time, good times. Um, so yeah, you know it's been fun. I had a lot of good times with you guys. I hope uh, hope we stay in touch. Absolutely. And of course we will, Craig. Joe. First time I met Craig was at Cisco Live in like 2013 or 2014. I forget which year it was. The first year it was that we were here. And Craig had an Android phone, like a big ass, like (laughs) huge, uh, like iPad mini sized. I guess it was like the (laughs) Note. I don't know what it was. So it had to been like that, that, that Note Three enamored. or whatever when it came out. Yeah, I never had that one. I had I had the Galaxy. And of course, Joel, in true Joel trolling fashion, just made fun of him constantly for using an Android phone. Um, and uh, you know, and then he promptly went out and bought an iPhone shortly after, which I thought <laughs> was funny. But uh, you know, and this I is also, a story about other, how you other, saved his soul, isn't it? Yeah, well, the other early memory I have of Craig is when we first started, like, when 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 Track and VRT were merging to become Talos, and we were talking about what we were going to publish and, and we were going to write and things like that. And Craig was like, I distinctly remember Craig being like, we can't say that. And both, like, people like Olney and myself were like, yes, we can, write it, and we're going to publish it, and this is how we're going to do it. Bam. And then now we're like come full circle where Craig's like full on, we're going to publish it. And the rest of us are like, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, congratulations, Craig. We've turned you into, you know, one of us. <laughs> so you did save his soul at the end of the day. Amazing. I think so. I, or, or, or <laughs> we turn him to the dark side. I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with the latter. Yeah. I'll, I'll comment on that real quick. So I can't say. <laughs> No, seriously, like the entire time I've been at Cisco, there have been many, many times where doing the right thing for our customers conflicted with like business priorities, right? Like large company X does something that impacts all the customer's security. Every single time without failure that I'm aware of, at least we've done the right thing. And I think that's amazing. You know, I, every single time we've been able to get the message to the right people, escalate it high enough so that we did the right thing for our customers. And at the end of the day, people were protected and that's awesome. Yeah. Matt. I just want to tell Craig, I'm super proud of the person that he's become in, in the time that I've known him. There's, there's a, yeah, behind, there's a little bit of behind the scenes, but, there's there's kind of a concept of an old Craig and a new Craig, uh, <laughs> and uh, and we and we talk about it. New Craig hits different, that's for sure. New Craig is awesome, and and I don't know, you know, how you found you know the strength to to become what you wanted to be, and how you get up every morning and you do your workouts and you hit the streets and do your walks and you get chased by armadillos and you still come back <laughs> and you're there for your employees. And you, I, I, the, the thing that, that I always appreciate is, is you are, are careful with, with people who work on my team where you're like, Hey, I want to do this. Is, is this going to step on these toes or is this person want to be involved? Like you, 
take account of your actions and how they impact other people. And I deeply, sincerely appreciate that in, in all the growth that you've shown in the time that I've known you. And so thank you. And absolutely, if you ever need anything, reach out. And if it's in my power, you will have it. Thanks, man. Uh, that's hard to follow, but I, I do want to use my time <laughs> at the end of the show today to also um, say goodbye to my friend. Uh, when we, well, to say see you later to my friend, because I won't say goodbye, because we absolutely will stay in touch. Uh, like we joke about and like we've mentioned several times on the show, like Craig, uh, along with Matt, like kind of almost jointly made this decision to, to bring me into Talos. And I worked for Craig when I first got here. And at that point in time, I was at a point in my career where I was just like, you know, I, I can't find where I fit in security and I have these skills, but there's no place for me to like bring this to bear in a way that I find satisfactory. And boom, like, you know, Craig showed up and was like, hey, how about you come work for Talos? Um, and I not only got the chance to really make a difference um, like just do work that makes it makes a damn difference in the world, uh, without you bringing me over here. And I appreciate that. And it goes beyond that to, um, like Matt mentioned to like the way that you take care of your employees, the way that you have, um, demonstrated being there for them. And even back when I worked for you, like teach your employees how to meet, how to, how to navigate this maze that is their career uh, and like how to maximize the benefits that they get for their, into their personal life. Like, and I'll always thank you for the advantage, um, the jump that I got in my professional career to actually do things that matter and things that I love to do with the skill set that I have. And I'll always appreciate that. And I'll always remember you for that. And like Matt said, if there's anything I can do for you, I'm a phone call away and you know how to get me. Thanks, dude. So with that, <laughs> we're going to wrap this one up. Hey, uh, Craig, do you want to finish up today? Do you want, do you want to give us the like, subscribe, and uh, <laughs> ring that bell? <laughs> Close this sucker uh, up, Well, Craig. you can like and subscribe, but there won't be an episode for about three weeks, so enjoy. <laughs> Thank you all for joining us, and we hope you'll join us again next time. Although, at this point in time, to be frank, we're not quite sure when that's going to be. No, no, just say, just just say three weeks. That way they'll stay subscribed. That's true. That's true. That is. Yeah, yeah. So we will be back in three weeks, per Craig. Remember, and if that's not accurate, Maybe. Craig or security underscore Craig. You can blame five one two four four. Again, five one two. But we will see you all next time. And I know that Matt and Joel and I will be here with bells on waiting to talk to you in a new, different format as Beers with Talos. And until then, stay safe, but most importantly, cheers. See ya. Bye. <laughs>